0: Hey guys, we are Bad Moms in Business. I'm Bridget Robertson. I'm Amanda Sharp. And I'm Danielle Monahan.
1: So today, let's just air the dirty laundry right now. We've got okay, a lot of technical out there. issues, technical issues, people issues. So if the quality of this podcast offends you a little bit, we're sorry. But we're, yes. mo- we're persevering through it anyway. And we want you to stay to listen to the message regardless. But we wanted to just throw that out there because that's not our normal quality. But with You're that okay. being said, today we're discussing to pitch or not to pitch. That is the question most Mm -hmm. importantly like what do you do with your kids projects their artwork their crafts their art all of that stuff that I love but I know can be a burden on some of you guys I'm not naming any names but you know who I'm looking at right now (laughs) (laughs) y'all
0: I can give you a hint it's probably not me (laughs) I love it. <laughs> Although it might be. Who knows? <laughs> I guess before we go
1: into that, let's let's just kind of like talk how everyone's doing so far for the day um and week and month and everything in general. So how's everybody before we dive into
2: our shenanigans? Well, I um <laughs> I have COVID. So dun,
0: dun, dun.
2: Yes. Um, I have not made the public declaration yet, but I think it'll come today. Uh, I share so much of my life on social media that it it feels weird to have not addressed this. Um, But I think it's important for me to address it because I know I sound a little weird, probably I feel like I sound weird. Mm -hmm. Um, But that's my only symptom. Is that I have like a head cold basically. Mm-hmm. And had I not known that I was exposed to COVID, I would not think that I had it. And I would be out living my life and working and going to the grocery store and, you know, taking medicine to calm my symptoms down, but other- otherwise living my life and spreading it throughout my community. So I am super thankful uh, for the fact that I was told that I was exposed or that I, that I know know that I was exposed. Um, I was able to immediately quarantine. I mean, within the hour of finding out I went home and went into our guest bedroom where I am right now. And, um, I've been here since Tuesday. So I've been here for a week. Um, and I will be here for another week. Um, it's, the isolation I think is the worst part. And I know that I am so lucky. I am so lucky. Um, people have had it much, much worse. So I am, please don't take this as me complaining. Um, but it's very lonely up here, especially when my kids are downstairs and Jace. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't want to do this. Um, but Jace wrote me a note about how much he misses me and that it's it's been hard so um the whole point of this was if you feel like you just have a cold um but you know that maybe you were around people who are also sick or you have been doing things that um seem a little reckless like not wearing a mask when you're around people um go get tested just to be safe because you do not want this and you don't want to put others in this position so that's it that's my PSA sorry for making you cry um how are you Amanda
1: but are you really sorry no no and that was I mean we discussed this the kind of as soon as we knew you needed to basically like quarantine and isolate the first thing that came into my mind was I would not survive being without my baby (laughs) Mm-hmm. I mean, so when you're saying those things and it's causing emotion, I mean, I, that's what hit me like the hardest was if I had to quarantine and be, you know, not able to be as interactive as I prefer to be with my child, that would hit me so hard. So you having this happen, definitely not that, I mean, I, I seldomly go out. I really do. Like I try to stay as ho- at home as much as I can, but it made me go, I ain't going anywhere again because I can't, I, I. I would not be able to do what you're doing right now, Bridget. I mean, I would, but to isolate for basically like the 10 to 14 days, like you're doing and only be a
2: weekend. Mm -hmm. It takes a toll on a person. Yeah. I mean, it's been, it's been a long week. We recorded the podcast last week Mm -hmm. and I got the call while we were wrapping up. Um, Luckily I was, alone in the office where I was recording and I didn't expose anyone else other than potentially Chris uh that night the the night before that is Monday night um but he had a test today he's negative and the boys are fine so isolation is working and when I do have to go downstairs for any reason obviously I have a mask on um and I only go down there for a minute at a time and then I'm back up here so mm-hmm.
0: It's so hard you going through that. I mean, Brandon and I have been and my husband and I have been very careful this whole time, um, or at least we've tried to be as careful as we possibly can be. But also like we we really needed to rein things back in Mm -hmm. because we are living in a very small. This is, you know, if anybody knows the situation we're moving right now, like it's been a whole thing. We're living in my mom's in-laws' quarters, in-law suite that she has attached to her house. So I'm in one of the smaller bedrooms because of the room that we're staying in. I'm trying to like minimize the amount of echoing that's happening. But yeah. Brandon and I and Watson are staying in one big room. It has a kitchen and a bathroom and one big room for everything. There is no quarantining for us. We would have to quarantine together as a family. And like, ugh, like to to think that like I could get sick and pass that on to my child would just freak me out so bad
2: yeah. <clears throat> it's it's terrifying and I mean my experience I have been very I mean we're a year into this mm-hmm.
0: right? I have been very
2: careful as well
0: but um there's only so much you can do I so much
2: mean absolutely, and um I let my guard down <clears throat> excuse me and um here we are not that I was out at a party or out <laughs> um, you know, walking through the stores maskless. That's not the case. But um, yeah, so here I am. Here I mm-hmm. am. And it's, like I said, I am very lucky. My symptoms are very minimal. Today's been the worst day. Uh, my head's a little foggy today. And mm-hmm. um, just like the symptoms are worse today than they've been this whole time. But they're still so mild. I, I can't complain,
0: truly. Well, you look great. No oh, thanks.
2: <laughs> thanks. I, um, I brushed my teeth and I slapped some lipstick on. So here we are. <laughs> I love it.
1: You know, you're we, rocking it. For sure. We could put this on the calendar for another day. We could do, you know, many things. But we vowed to keep our adventure and our lives very authentic and real and raw. And this is it, friends. This is it. This is it. Yeah. We got terrible lighting today, terrible oh, so audio terrible. quality, terrible internet connections, but we're still doing it anyway because we've made a commitment to each other and to our listeners, and that's why we're going to show up every day at 5 a.m.
2: <laughs> yeah. just Before we dive in, one more thing. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, you guys were so sweet, and you dropped off the sweetest little that little large care package to me i like my jaw hit the floor when it was delivered up to my bedroom here and i'm just so thankful for you guys i've been like nothing is not within my reach i have been doing (laughs) puzzles with my new purple pens while i watch Gilmore Girls um so quarantine life is not all bad i guess because you guys brought Lots of sunshine to me. So thank you. I'm going to come out of here five pounds heavier because um, lots of candy.
1: And we're sorry for that.
2: But not, yeah, yeah,
1: thought it would help. Yeah. <laughs> so
2: thank you.
1: I got to say it, just a little story about that bag. It was a very large bag um, that was like puzzled together with the contents. And I did you scan at the store and the people behind me were like, seriously, because I was literally like piecing it together. <laughs> and I didn't use any bags I'm like I'm just putting this baby together right here right now so I'm leaving and that it was a heavy bag I mean (laughs) it was filled to the brim and I'm carrying it and of course I beep on the way I was like and I'm like oh man all this effort at packing this and I might have to unpack it and she looks at my receipt she's like oh it's the earrings I was like oh good and they're so awesome they're so Bridget earrings (laughs) They're really, so
2: cute. You can't like the the video quality is not giving it justice. They're a rainbow, rhinestone. Oh, they're, they're the best. They're gorgeous. They
1: they spoke your name, so we had to get them. Um, but that was funny. So I probably I will publicly apologize right now to anyone who was behind me at Meijer um, during the use scanning incident of 2021. It was because <laughs> Bridget. <laughs>
0: <Yes>. <laughs> Worth it. Exactly. They'll understand.
1: They will. They will. So let's dive into this fun topic. Um, Some people might find it not fun. I find it fun because it makes me think that again, down the memory lane, I'm going to try not to cry about it, but Bridget. So I always make you go first when it's a topic that's a little controversial. (laughs) What do you do with all of that artwork and stuff that kids make, you know, like, Jason's letter that he just wrote for you. Like, what do you do? Do you keep some of it? Do you throw some of it away? Do you keep all of it? Do you throw all of it away? What's your strategy?
2: So elementary school is tough. They bring Ooh. home so much stuff. Um, Aaron is in fourth grade this year. And so his has slowed down significantly. I have to say that he's not bringing home every single day, like oh. multiple works of art. So I'm thankful for that. Um, because it accumulates fast over the course of a school year. So we have totes in our basement, one for Aaron, one for Jace. And in those totes, we keep things that, you know, we we feel are worthy of being kept for lack of a better phrase. Um, but definitely not everything gets kept. And I used to be so brazen as to like look at it and say, this is great. I love it so much. Good work. And then throw it in the garbage can in front of them. Um, But
1: (laughs) this is not my internet glitching. This is me making robotic emotions because,
0: oh, I'm sure that went over well.
2: Yeah. They both like looked at me like I had, you know, I don't know killed their dog or something and they would come and take stuff out of the trash and put it back on the counter. Like, Oh, that must've been a mistake mom. Cause you, you know, and I noticed this was thrown away. Um, <laughs> so I had to wait until they went to bed to throw things away, but they do both have totes in the basement with lots of stuff that I've kept, but to keep all of it is just not something that I can do. Um, I might keep, I happen to have it here. The letter that Jace
0: wrote me. My oh you have to a Pokemon character. Yeah,
2: that's
0: Pikachu. It's Pikachu. Seriously, you have to keep that forever and ever and ever. And if you don't, I will keep it.
1: Oh (laughs) my gosh. You know, that is that is the best representation of 2020, 2021 that you could
2: have. That Mm -hmm. letter. That is a keeper this will be capped, it says get well soon on the front. And then he put like, look, look with arrows, flip, no, up. (laughs) When you flip it, there's a note about um, how he hopes that I don't die from COVID. Um, So I had to go and tell him that the night that he slipped that under the door, I had to go and like stand in his doorway with my mask on and say, I'm not, I'm not going to die. Like, it's okay. (laughs) Um, But but yeah, some things I keep the majority, majority of it goes. And um, I'm just glad that I I know that I'll miss this kind of stuff coming home, but in fourth grade, when stuff stopped coming home like that, I was like, Oh, we've entered a new, a new world. So Mm -hmm. I'm I'm not mad about it.
1: Interesting. I, and, I just want to go back to his letter. You know, oftentimes I'm, I'm going, oh, poor Bridget, poor Bridget. But oftentimes we forget that the kids are going through that isolation away from you and how mm-hmm. they're feeling about it. And even, you know, your husband, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Him too. Him too. Um, yeah, that's hard. So I guess let me ask you, how do you vet whether it's worth keeping or not? Is it like it tugs at your heartstrings or is it quality? You know, what are you gauging? keepability. Is that a word I use? Yeah,
2: I, I tend to keep Aaron wrote this thing uh, years ago. It's a shamrock and they had to write what they felt lucky for and Aaron said, I feel lucky because I get to go to church and learn about God and I was like, oh, my heart. <laughs> <laughs> well, so- that I kept. Um, but you know, they bring home so much stuff where it's just like it's I a picture of a rainbow or a a color by number. So a lot of the stuff I keep they've written on and they've wrote, wrote written stuff that um, they're experiencing or the way they're feeling in that moment in their lives and that kind of stuff I keep. But a lot of just the coloring pages or stuff like that I toss. I know.
1: It's well, and for me, you have the extreme opposite who I literally kept everything. <laughs> and that's where my attic that I've referenced several times in this. class. Mm-hmm. It's full um, and it's in paper bags that are taped shut and I can't wait to go through. And I want to be very clear, though, because some of people will say, well, that's passing on a burden to your child. I don't expect him to keep it or care about these items. I'm keeping them because they make me happy. I don't know that he's going to care to look back at what he did in first grade. I think he has zero interest in that. He does now. I can't imagine it's going to change when he's 30 or 40 or whatever the case may be. So it's not like I'm creating a burden for him. (laughs) I'm keeping a special place in my heart for those items, though, because it makes me so happy. Yeah. Makes me so happy. So Danielle, for you, I know Watson's age is hard for, you know, you're not in kindergarten yet where the loads are coming in. But he's really mm-hmm. starting to use markers, crayons. Oh, he's one smart cookie. So how are you navigating what gets kept and what doesn't?
0: So I think I'm a good mixture between you guys, which I feel like I typically am. Absolutely. Which yeah. is kind of yeah. funny. I feel like I just fall right in the middle of you guys. Yeah. Um, so a couple of things. Watson's not quite there yet. So I'm not sure what will happen when, when elementary rolls around. But I will say this moving twice in 4 months <laughs> will definitely help you figure out what is worth keeping and what is worth not keeping um i have i kept the first thing like the first time he ever grabbed a pen and he drew on something i kept that i dated it with his name and stuff like that i kept that uh you know we've done the the th- the paint with like his hand and stuff like that at different holidays keeping all of those things You know, when he's just on a Tuesday, just randomly coloring on a piece of paper, probably not going to keep that. But I read a book and if shocker, right. And if nobody has read this, I highly recommend it. It's the life-changing magic of tidying up by Marie Kondo. I think I've talked about it before. If I haven't, now you're hearing about it. Mm -hmm. She talks about sentimental items. And that is my hardest thing because I strong, I, I form very strong attachments to things and stuff because it triggers memories for me and I don't want to let those go. And it was something I learned a lot about actually reading that book and then dealing with my dad's stuff after he passed away. Mm -hmm. So I gave myself that time to like go through my grieving and kind of figuring out my own thoughts about it. It was very stressful, very hectic situation after he died. Um, But anyways, four years after he did, I freeze (laughs) (laughs) Just a little bit, but it's okay. So so four years after he died, I finally felt ready enough to go through his stuff, which was all being stored in my basement. Anything that I felt a strong connection to, but necessarily didn't want to keep because I figured Watson wouldn't be interested in anything like this. I knew Brandon wasn't going to be interested in anything like this. I took a picture of it and I have a little Mm -hmm. folder on my phone of different like dad things that all I have to do is pull that up and I can see it. And it's not taking up anything, but like digital space, which some people are weird about digital space as well. I'm not with my like 11,000 pictures that I have (laughs) sitting on my phone right now. Mm. But so that's hopefully the tactic that I plan on taking with Watson is keeping the really important stuff, anything that like pulls at my heartstrings, but maybe isn't super necessary to keep. I plan on taking pictures of it. You know, you can with like Shutterfly and things like that. You can take pictures and make them into books and like all kinds of stuff, which again is adding more things to your life. But I'm really trying to downsize my life. I have an entire storage unit full of stuff that I don't need. So it's it's gonna be a process, but I, I'm, I'm hoping that I will be good. Flip side of that, my husband, Brandon, hates stuff, hates all things, hates all clutter, hates all you name it he just hates it all so he has zero problem just pitching it oh. so i'm just going to take my picture and then it can go brandon if you listen
1: to this podcast i never knew that about you,
2: oh,
1: oh. you didn't? he I he is not oh. a stuff guy i mean i i get
0: that but like sentimental stuff though is different than stuff he doesn't get very sentimental about stuff It doesn't matter to him if, you know, I mean, don't get me wrong. The important stuff, definitely. Mm -hmm. But like if he gets a gift from Christmas, like I'll keep everything because, well, my grandma bought me that, but you don't wear it. But my grandma bought it for me. I have to keep it. He's like, it goes. (laughs) He has (laughs) no problem with that.
1: I, you know, I guess I'm better about that, but it's typically the stuff that involves my baby mm -hmm, that I struggle with the most. Um, So let me ask you, this has been in my thoughts since you moved. So you had that sweet box that Watson played house in. And Owen had a very similar box to that. So it was really hard for me. Now, some things physically can't be saved. I mean, I could not move a lawn and leaf bag, huge box that was the size of a pallet to and from Texas back to Mm -hmm. Michigan. I mean, Amanda has some reasoning behind her savings. So how hard was it to get rid of that? Because I know he had doodled on it. There was some memories within that. So oh, oh, look at her face. Oh, yeah.
0: So I did not get rid of it. Really? I broke it. I broke it down. I have it folded. It's folded flat, oh. but it is in a storage unit, but it is where we can go get it if we wanted to pull it back out of retirement. Because it just, I can't, I don't know. That's going to have to be one of the things that I take a picture of when we do get ready to toss it. He's had so much fun. We did this um, sticker club a couple of months ago where somebody sends you like this little sheet and then you send it to six people. And then, so you get stickers from six random people and or maybe I think it was like 36 random people. Anyways, I don't know. But anyways, we did that. And so we were getting all of these stickers and Watson has fallen in love with stickers. So there's like stickers all over it. And we got like fun ones, like he's really into trucks and like automobiles and things like that. So he'd be like, oh, airplane, helicopter, like, oh, it's a blue one. It's a big one. Like, so it's this whole thing that he's loved it so much. And I'm so sad that we didn't really have the space for it here or it totally would be here right now.
1: Oh, that makes me feel so good. Mm -hmm. And I kept mine until I, well, I said mine. Look at that. I kept (laughs) Owen's (laughs) until it just didn't, like he outgrew it so much and it needed to, you know, come away. Um, It got beaten down pretty good at that. Mm -hmm. There was so much uses out of it. So that makes me feel so good. Oh, kept it. It got moved. Yep. Had to. That's so sweet. So what are some other things that you guys keep, um, that other people might throw away besides kids stuff?
2: So Erin mm. had a teacher from age four, I think through kindergarten at the Montessori school. Mm. And she would write notes every week, every couple of weeks. Um, and I have most of those, mm. um, We have, oh, one thing I do that I found on Pinterest like years ago, Dr. Seuss, Oh, The Places You'll Go, that Mm -hmm. book. Um, I have a copy for each boy. And at the end of the year, I have their teacher write a note to them in
0: it. Oh, that's Stop it. Mm -hmm. Obsessed with that idea. Do not let me forget that. We have that book. Do not let me forget.
2: Um. Yeah. So I, I do have that. I don't know how that's gonna age though. You know, once they get into middle school, they have so many teachers. I don't know how that works.
0: Even if it's just elementary, that's such a beautiful idea. I I I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it.
1: Those are the grades that if you're going to forget a teacher, sometimes those are the grades that you forget where you might remember, you know, your high school teachers a little bit more like, or you want to forget them, but it stays in your head because you're, you're, you're going to remember things differently. So I think of all the grades elementary is the most special to do that too. So that's exciting.
0: I love that idea. Hands, Hands down my favorite idea I've ever heard. I love it. I love it. It, I love it, I
2: love it. It's not an original idea. I got it from Pinterest, but... Um,
0: don't care.
2: I'm excited to, like, put those out at their graduation party. Yeah. Yes. yes! Um, oh. But let me tell you. My grandmother, my dad's mom, she was a saver. She was an Amanda on steroids. Oh. If her kids looked at something, she kept it. Um, <laughs> she had... When she passed away, um, there was so much stuff. I mean, paper upon paper upon paper. And we threw it all away. Like it was just, I know it was sentimental for her and she kept it for herself. But then, Amanda, I know you said you're not leaving it as a burden for Owen. And Mm -hmm. I don't know that my dad found it to be a burden necessarily, but it was just like, he did not care. (laughs) And then- same thing even when he passed away he was a coach and so at the end of every year his teammates or his teammates his teams they would you know sign a basketball or sign a picture sign this that or the other thing and he kept it all but when he died it was like what do you do with all this stuff and we threw it all away Mm -hmm. because what else I mean, I'm not taking 18 basketballs and a bunch of trophies to my house. Mm -mm. So that's where, because I have seen, I come from a a family of keepers and I have seen what that looks like at the end of their lives. It makes it easier for me, I think, to get rid of stuff.
1: And I think the nature of our business, um, we come into the path of somebody who's navigating through that very often, you know, that they have to empty out a loved one's home. And so I think that has caused me to be way more conscious of not taking and putting that burden on say, Owen for the future. Cause again, anything I keep now it's to bring me joy, but I'm like, by all means pitch this junk when it comes to like, if I
2: croak tomorrow, like pitch what you want to pitch.
1: Yeah. I'm gone. I'm gone.
2: honestly my grandma had a bible um I don't know how I ended up with it to be quite honest with you um but I have it and my goal was to keep she had so much stuff shoved in this bible you know as place markers and that kind of thing and my goal was to keep it exactly as she had had it but it fell out of a box and everything went Ah. so that was lame but I have it all still and I actually we're we're cleaning out my office downstairs or Chris's. I have COVID. Um. <laughs> <laughs> and you might as
1: well make great use of that excuse. <laughs> uh,
2: but in, in one of the bins or in one of the drawers was my grandma's stuff that was in the Bible. Um, and I just went through it yesterday. And there was like a note from her son, not my dad, my uncle. Um, do you guys remember the computer paper? that came on with yeah with the yeah, the, the, the strip oh and
0: with the holes on the side that you had yeah. To... Yep. yeah that was it satisfying
2: was written, yes it it was written on that the the holes are still there like you could tear oh. them off. um it looked like he had maybe written it at his desk at work or something and it was just around christmas time he was just telling her like how fondly he remembers her during this time of the year and all of the stuff And it was all folded up and she had written she had unmistakable penmanship she Mm. everything in calligraphy um (sighs) and so it said right on there december 1999 and she kept it in her bible and so i have that note that was not meant for me but i read it every time i come across it
1: (sighs) how beautiful yeah that is because those are it showed how special it was especially for i keep very important things in my bible so it yeah. was like the level of like how important things are.
0: Oh pondering Danielle. Daniel's- so I have a Bible as well. Am I the only one that does this? Is this weird? Does anybody else keep obituaries in their Bible? No,
2: I don't
0: yeah. I don't think that's weird. Oh okay. that's weird. Mm-mm. It could. I thought you were saying no, nobody else does that. I was like, no, no, that's good, it's good. Yeah. I think a but lot I of people that. do. I think a lot of I <laughs> okay, mean good. I don't because I
1: don't have like I know I don't keep that kind of stuff. I, it, I just don't, but I know a lot of people who do.
2: I have. Mm-hmm. So to make you feel better, um, mm-hmm. I have my dad's obituary and my grandpa's obituary. Um, actually with that stuff that came out of my grandma's Bible. So yeah, I, mm-hmm. I have all that stuff too.
1: Okay. You're normal, Danielle. Yeah.
0: Hey, Danielle, what else do you keep that other people might yeah. too much? Honestly. Um, like I said, have I'm a very sentimental person. And well, for, for starters, we're keeping all of our baby stuff because we don't know if we're going to have another kid. Sure. So when and if we decide that, then we will slowly start to get rid of that. That will be the hardest thing ever for me to get rid of. Yep. Hands down. Mm-hmm. But it's also taking up the most amount of space mm-hmm. in our storage unit right now. I keep a lot of Cards. I am not a card giver. I don't think it's, I don't know. It's just something that spending $6 on something that somebody's going to throw away two seconds after reading it. It's a saying that you didn't come up with. They kind of infuriate me a little bit, but yet I keep them for everything. And I saw this cute thing on Pinterest. I haven't done it yet but I still need to, is every card that Watson received during his first year, I'm going to like three-hole punch and kind of put rings on it so he can like flip through them. Don't know if he'll ever want that, but I thought that was a really cute idea. So when I went through my, I think it was within like the last three, four years, I really started to purge the things that I've had. And that was one of the things that I started to do is like, okay, I have 17 birthday cards from my mom <laughs> i don't need to keep all 17 of them unless they had like cute sayings in them or something like that so i really started even like you know my grandma and my dad and and then another thing is pictures so many pictures totes upon totes upon totes not in photo albums mm-hmm. just totes upon totes upon totes of just loose pictures all over the place
2: it's so overwhelming so i have the same thing I- <sighs> When my grandma passed away, she had garbage bags. I think there's two. And I'm talking big black industrial mm-hmm. garbage bags of just loose photos. And they're in my basement because, again, I inherited them. I, I think I think the plan was to throw them away. And I was like, mm-hmm. you can't throw them away. So I have them. Most of them are black and white. I have no mm-hmm. idea who any of the people in them are. There is no reason for me to be keeping these. But my grandma kept them, and 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 the other part is, like, my dad is gone, so he can't help me identify. Yeah. My grandma's gone. Mm-hmm. Um, his other, Inga. yeah, my uncle on that side, I'm not super close with, and I don't know if he would even know any of those people, mm-hmm. even if I did, you know, text and photos of them or whatever. I have no connection to, to that side of the family anymore, and so I feel like I'm holding on to them as the last... Shred. <coughs> Sorry, guys. Um, COVID. But come the, the day, I'm gonna have to throw them away. I will so, say, oh, were what?
1: you talking? No, I was gonna say. I think, especially the black and white ones, there is interest for people who use them for different things, and that would might sit better that you <laughs> give them to somebody to do something with than just have them end up in a dumpster. Because if the life of that picture can live on. By putting it in the right person's hand, it would be really neat. Because what do you care what's done
0: with it at that point? It's better than a dumpster. So quick story about this. My mom has been doing this over the last couple of years where she found this company. And I can always ask her if anybody is interested in this company where you sent. in it's a a lot of liability because you were literally snail mailing in 1000 pictures at a time. So gone out of your sight. In the mail, but you send them to this company and they will digitally scan them onto a USB drive for you onto a zip drive. And so now we, my mom's done this over the last couple of years and now she had, she's given me like six or seven of these little things. And they're so, they're, they're so miniature and they're, they're holding, you know, thousands and she does the same thing with videos. They did the same thing with old DVDs, old VHS, like home movies and stuff. And now they're all on these little zip drives and it's kind of awesome. But I haven't done that yet. <laughs>
1: well, and I look and I go, what happens when that is kind of obsolete? Like, yeah. like a CD. I don't have a spot to put my CD in my computer anymore. You know what I mean? You then would have to buy an adapter to be able to do that. Just like VHS at one point. It's so funny how it just sure. kind of continues to evolve Um,
0: but But I think the, the zip drive is the, is the most advanced technology that we have, at least as far as like mainstream that I know of. And like most computers, like right now, I don't know if you can see, like I have my little adapter plugged in so I can use my microphone and my, you know, because mine doesn't even have any of those. I just have the USB-C port Mm -hmm. on my computer. Um, so yeah, I mean, I don't know, it's not for everybody, but the, the downside of this is unless you have them in chronological order, they're not going to do that for you, obviously. So like we had these big totes that are all just mangled. So if you're looking for one specific picture, good luck, because it probably isn't going to happen, but also I wasn't going to find it sitting in that tote either. For sure. Absolutely. And that's one thing I like about our digital
1: option now that we can take pictures and we can delete nine out of 10 that are not good pictures where you kind of took a gamble back in the day. You had your 36 if you were lucky and you come back and have four that are really keepers. But Mm -hmm. I kept the full 36. So that's where it's not, even though we have all like thousands of pictures on our phone, they're good ones. Yes. Yes. They're really good
0: ones. So I, I have- still, I keep way too many. That's that digital clutter is my issue space because but, it, but I it, I struggle with getting this, rid of it. We take this
1: everywhere. It's not like you're having to rent a uh, storage unit for
0: this. True. It's true. I do have the, so this is the iPhone, look at all, I do have the, um, what is it? I think this is just the iPhone X or whatever, but, um, i got the big one, <laughs> uh, all this space. I don't even remember if it's like 128 gigs or something like that, 270, 256, maybe something like that, whatever the biggest one that I could get was. Well, That's what I get. Needs The big one, right? This is what I'm saying.
2: Also on your phone. Um, I use, and I'm, there's 800,000 different options, but I use Google photos, because they will save all of your photos directly from your camera roll. Um, and then you can clear up the space in your camera roll so you're not losing memory on your phone, but they're you know, stored on the Google cloud somewhere. And I have photos from when I was pregnant with Jace on my phone mm-hmm. that I can pull up at any time, um, but they're not taking up space in my actual phone. So mm-hmm. that's an option too. I have one last question. This has nothing to do with our kids, but it does have to do with stuff. What did you do with your wedding dress?
0: It's in storage, in a box. I think I'm going to donate it.
1: Okay. Mine is also in a box. It's in an express box. (laughs) Mailbox. It is like the size of my computer box just shoved in there. And I mean, folded nicely. Um, But it's there and safe and it's in my attic that we have to
2: talk about (laughs) Bridget um well you're not gonna believe this but mine was shoved um that's not true let me start over it was upstairs in Chris's grandma's house and he brought it home for me because I requested it and then in a chair in my office and it sat there for a couple months um just like poofed out and crazy looking
0: <laughs> like, of course,
2: if I ever recorded our po- the podcast in my o- my old office downstairs which I did multiple times I was looking at my wedding dress
0: <laughs> oh my gosh
2: but the reason I requested it come home is because I'm going to have it made into a quilt that can lay at the end of my bed oh
1: I like that because I I guess I didn't really look at saving mine too much because I'm so short, like so short that nobody would have been able to rewear mine, even if that's a fair point. So I I, I kind of kept it because. What else do you do with it? I mean, it was an expensive dress. Um, we should all post, we should do a post of our wedding dresses and ask at oh. all of our listeners, what it where is their wedding dress? Yeah. Um, and then I thought, I, like well, I guess it could get remade into something because <laughs> there was a lot of beating and stuff on it, right? But and they
2: but- do those, um, sorry to interrupt you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they do those, it's morbid, but those burial gowns for babies. Mm-hmm of wedding dresses, which is what originally, I know. It's originally what I had planned to do with mine, to be quite honest. Um, But then a friend of mine, Rachel, um, told me that hers is just at the end of her bed in this beautiful quilt. And I thought, I want to do that.
0: Can I see a picture of said quilt?
2: Yeah, I'll I'll text her right now. And she'll send it to me and I'll text it to you. Perfect. Because, I mean, I,
1: my... (laughs) because I have such bad dogs and they're allowed on my bed said quilt
0: would get ruined. Sure. This is my thought. Exactly. I was like, unless I dye this black, <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: but it, would, which I mean, it's actually safer in the box currently than anything. Um, And also, I did give my tiara and veil to one of my nieces because <laughs> I was like, what am I going to do with this? I mean, this is silly. It tarnishes, you know, things go get old. Things get old. I'm like, have, Play with it. it doesn't matter.
2: I, I still have my veil because Grandma Sharp made it for me. oh
1: Grandma Sharp. Love yeah, Grandma so Sharp. Speaking of daughter,
2: penmanship, she also has beautiful penmanship. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, she does. My veil is hanging up in my closet, still in like the J.C. Penny plastic that Grandma put it in. You know, when she gave oh, it. That's sweet. So I don't know what I'll ever do with it. Um. But I just can't stand the thought of getting rid of it because, you know, her hands touched that and sewed the beads up. Oh, that's
0: so different. Yeah. I also have a bit of a different situation in that our wedding was so different, very not traditional at all. And so I have two wedding dresses because the one we wore to the courthouse <laughs> and the other one that we had the night after when we had our like informal. <laughs> it, we called it our, our, it was still a ceremony and a reception. It just wasn't the legal portion. It was the day before. And that was a different dress because I didn't have my dress until the day of. And I can remember, or let's see, no, the, the the night before is when I got it. And I was being pinned, like I was being altered at the store. And, you know, all the girls are in the back, like dressing me, I'm like, oh my gosh, when are you getting married? It's like, oh, tomorrow. And they're <laughs> like, you're so calm. I was like, "Listen, you plan a wedding in three days. You don't have time to be stressed," <laughs> which
1: just cracks me up because the planner mm-hmm. had no planning for a big day of her life, none
0: whatsoever. It did it was good, and you know everybody's probably thinking that I was pregnant. Stuff so I wasn't pregnant. It's fine. It was about my dog. <laughs> so everybody, calm down. <laughs> cool. You know,
1: Marcus says that I tricked him into getting married by saying I was pregnant and 5 years later Owen came along like Marcus, why do you have to lie? Like and he says it as a joke, but I'm like that's not funny. Like that's not what happened. <laughs> There's somebody who's going to believe that. I know. 5 years later she popped out a kid. I mean, whatever. <laughs> um one last thing that I want to say that I keep and this is I just continue to keep it. But anytime my mom leaves me a voicemail,
0: I keep it. Mm. I do a similar thing. And I'm glad that I do that because I have the last voicemail my dad ever gave me, my grandpa ever gave me. I love it. (sighs) Look at all those. (laughs) I mean, I'm right there with you.
2: Mom, I'm sorry. I don't (laughs) keep anything um, that you leave me. I'm so sorry.
1: I Because sometimes I just need to hear my mom's
2: voice. I get that Mm -hmm. I had the last text message my dad ever sent me yep uh, which was asking (laughs) asking me to bring him a um pepsi slurpee and I thought that I had it figured out that it was like backed up and then I got a new phone I don't even know if it disappeared when I got a new phone whatever it's gone as was the last voicemail which I thought I had saved and it oh man yeah
0: I still have the last one of, of me and my dad too. And it was just us telling that we loved each other.
1: What Uh, more do you need?
0: Yep. And that was like Mm -hmm. a week and a half before he passed away. So glad that I have that.
1: Yeah. This ended so.
0: Emotional. (laughs) Emotional. We apologize.
1: And I think, you know, when we're talking about throwing away things, keeping things, it brings Mm -hmm. out the sentimental, nature of a human being and it causes us to really contemplate what's important to us and not. So I, I'm not surprised I went down this path, but let's end it on a cheery note. <laughs> okay.
0: What's our B? Oh
2: gosh. Oh, gosh. Pressure. <laughs> um I got be, nothing. Be as sentimental as you want to be. <laughs> There's no shame. Okay. <laughs> I dig it. That's
1: right. Be sentimental or not
2: there
1: you go. I mean, you can't go wrong. (laughs) I love it. Well, um, we will be sure to post any links that we talked about in the comments. As always, please give us a like, comment, subscribe, share, review, review, review. review. Um, All of those things help us out. I know we don't often say that often enough, but that does really help us out. Um, We appreciate everyone who's listening and until next week. Have a great week. See you later. Bye, Bye guys.